I'm David Enders, in for Malika Bilal, and this is The Take. We are coming to you on Saturday and Sunday as the four-day Israel-Hamas truce continues to hold, despite at least one possible violation. Today, further releases by Hamas in Israel, while in the occupied West Bank, Israeli forces killed at least eight people during raids. It's Sunday, November 26th. As we record this, it's 12 noon GMT. That's 2 p.m. in Gaza and 7 a.m. in Washington, D.C. Hamas released 13 Israeli captives and four Thai nationals. After more than a seven-hour delay, the Red Cross facilitated their transfer to the Rafah crossing, where they were then brought back into Israeli territory. In exchange, the Israelis released 39 Palestinian women and children from their jails. Palestinians haven't forgotten the at least 14,000 killed in Gaza since October 7 and the nearly 5,000 that remain in Israeli prisons. One of the Palestinians released on Saturday is Isra Jabis, who was sentenced to 11 years for trying to detonate the fuel tank of her car near a soldier. She served eight of those. I am very shy and ashamed to celebrate while the whole of Palestine is bleeding. Asra spoke to Al Jazeera on Sunday. But this is the price the prisoners pay, and that's for the feeling and longing to the family. I was feeling uh, let down a long time ago because there are a lot of injured people in the prisons, and they were spending years. I had left 22 months. When I see a child only with 18 days left, he was released and other people who were there inside for more than 18 years, and they are still left there. Israeli authorities banned celebrations for Palestinian prisoners returning home, deploying police to disperse the crowds. But they were unable to stop them entirely. Al Jazeera correspondent Rory Challens is in occupied East Jerusalem. In occupied East Jerusalem, the Israeli security forces are really suppressing any celebrations. In the West Bank, things are a bit different, and we're seeing uh, jubilation on the streets. Worth pointing out, though, flags being waved at those uh, celebrations, lots of them Hamas flags. Hamas doesn't have a big stronghold in the West Bank, in the occupied West Bank, but they're getting a big boost in popularity because of these prisoner uh, releases, and that might well be a problem for Israel. Hamas say they've handed over the third batch of 13 Israeli captives and four foreign nationals to the Red Cross. Meanwhile today, in central Gaza's Maghazi refugee camp, Israeli forces killed one farmer and injured another, according to the Palestine Red Crescent. In Israel, doctors performed medical and psychological evaluations on released captives at a children's hospital near Tel Aviv. On Sunday, a hospital official gave a news conference on their condition. I'm uh, happy to say that despite the fact that the uh, harsh conditions they have been under and the um, experience of captivity, they did not um, require any emergent medical uh, intervention. We will keep them here at the Edmond and Lily Safra Children's Hospital for as long as they need. (laughs) 
Palestinians held funerals in the occupied West Bank for at least eight people killed overnight in raids by Israeli forces. Thousands gathered today in Jenin to mourn five of those who had lost their lives. Even as the swap deal was happening, there were raids on going overnight in Jenin in, in enormous fashion. That's Al Jazeera correspondent Zain Basravi. Most of those deaths, the major flashpoint in the last 24 hours, there was a large number of Israeli soldiers going in, blocking ambulances, trying to get into hospitals, pulling injured people out of there. And this kind of thing continued throughout the night into this morning. Israeli forces have continued to carry out raids across the occupied West Bank that many Palestinians feared would intensify. And that's The Take for Sunday, November 26th. Please join us again tomorrow. This episode was produced by Khaled Sultan and mixed and hosted by me, David Enders, in for Malika Bilal, with Miranda Lynn, Suri Al-Khalili, Sonia Bagat, Amy Walters, Faranisa Kampana, Zaina Badr, Chloe K. Lee, and Ashish Malhotra. Alex Roldan is our sound designer, Alexandra Locke is The Take's executive producer, and Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio.